Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, All These Things Are Against Me. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson to all of us that if not needed now, will be needed at some point in our lives. Because you will hear in the lesson, it appears to Jacob that the unfortunate circumstances he is in are completely negative, when in fact God was using these very events to bring about some of the greatest blessings he and his family would ever experience. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I'm going to ask you to take your Bibles and turn to Genesis chapter 42. Um, this is a message the Lord gave me. I had one of those weeks, I've shared this with you before, that sometimes you go into the week absolutely confident in what you're going to preach, and, and you, know, you, you go into Sunday feeling just as certain, maybe even more so after studying. This is one of those times where early in the week I had a message, and it seemed like it wasn't the right one, so then I had another one. It seemed like it wasn't the right one, and then yesterday morning... Um, my wife and I are reading our Bibles together in devotions, and this verse just jumped out at me, and it was like God said, this is what I wanted. So um, I'm going to give this to you this morning. Uh, Genesis chapter 42, and Genesis 42, verse 35. Genesis 42, verse 35. And it came to pass, as they emptied their sacks, that behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when both they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob their father said unto them, Me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not, and Simeon is not, and ye will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. I want to I focus in on that phrase at the end of verse 36 where Jacob says, All these things are against me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. And uh, Lord, I, I know that uh, we stand on solid ground with this concept this morning. But uh, I, I'm, also, I'm also very sure of another thing, and that's my inability to get any of this across in a worthwhile manner. So we look to you, and we ask, Lord, that you would show us from your word that which needs to minister to every heart. And, and Lord, just how you can be working sometimes when, when it looks just like it's the opposite, Lord. And uh, so it was in the life of Jacob at this moment, this snapshot that we see in his life. And uh, Father, we pray especially for those in our midst that uh, may need this the most. But we realize, Lord, that regardless of where we find ourselves, uh, we're going to need it sooner or later. So we ask that you administer your grace to each and every heart. And uh, Father, there's so much that could be said in the time that we have. So help me to say those things that are necessary and those things that are profitable. And we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. All these things are against me. We all, we all love personal testimonies, stories of tragedy and triumph. Um, television, frankly, exploits our desire to know. Um, you have news magazine shows, 2020, Dateline, 60 Minutes. Uh, they're all basically built on this format of a story, of a short biography. Newspapers and magazines they call them human interest stories, and uh, they certainly help sell newspapers and magazines. And really what you have here this morning is a, is a human interest story. 
And you've got a man here that up to this point in this particular story, uh, things are looking, looking pretty bleak. If you read the book of Genesis up to chapter 42, uh, you realize that Jacob has 12 sons. Uh, these sons don't necessarily get along real great. And uh, prior to this, they had taken his, his youngest son at that time, Joseph, and uh, sold him into slavery. Uh, he was the, the, the son of, of Jacob's old age. He was the one that wore the coat of many colors, which was symbolic uh, in those days in a Jewish family. And uh, up to this point, you have uh, an older man now that is getting on in years, and some of the difficulties are starting to mount up for him. There's a famine in the land. Uh, the boys have gone into Egypt because they found out that Egypt was the one place that somehow or another was ready for the famine. How they were ready for the famine, well, Jacob and his sons would find out later. But uh, uh, they were to go to Egypt to get some food. And uh, when, that, when that food runs out, they're to go back again. But uh, unbeknownst to Jacob, unbeknownst to his sons, it's actually Joseph whom Jacob and his sons thought was certainly dead, that's second in command of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the man that they were actually dealing with. And so, consequently, they're getting ready to go back, and uh, you look at what he says here in verse 36, and in particular, he's, he's referencing uh, three of his sons. Uh, first of all, uh, he says in verse 36, me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not. Uh, he's bringing an old story into the equation. And uh, Joseph, as far as Jacob knew, and, and, and even the boys and their dirty little secret, uh, lost his life some time back when he, he, came, he came to them and he had been assigned by his, his dad to go visit his brothers and check on them and see how things were going. And uh, so he brings that, that scenario in. He assumes, that, he assumes that Joseph is dead. And, of course, we know that, that Joseph is not. And then he says, and Simeon is not. And Simeon uh, is in ward. Uh, Joseph has put him in ward. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that, why he may have chosen Simeon and chosen that treatment of Simeon. And uh, so he thinks, well, this is it for Simeon. And now, now Joseph is requested that they bring their youngest brother whom they had revealed to Joseph that he had, they had a younger brother. And, and so uh, now Jacob sees, you know, the next youngest boy as, as basically being gone. And so we see these words at the end of verse 36. All these things are against me. Now, uh, let's just be honest about it. Um, Jacob certainly was justified in these feelings. And if it had been you and I standing there in the family circle that day, knowing the history of the family, knowing the things that Jacob knew, or at least how he perceived them, uh, you probably would have agreed. We have the benefit of hindsight here this morning, but uh, Jacob did not. And in the end, it turns out that Jacob was 180 degrees wrong, wasn't he? All these things are against me. As it turns out, all these things were the best thing that could have happened to him. And just like Jacob, we sometimes fail to recognize Romans 8.28 at work. Through our misunderstandings, our mistakes, and the weakness of our faith, 
We often consider things to be against us that are in reality really for us. I mean, there's no way Jacob could have known that the man that his sons were dealing with was his long-lost son that he thought was dead. Uh, there was no way that Jacob could have known that as a result of this encounter that they would all move to Egypt and be nurtured and taken care of, and the nation, the nation would be nurtured and incubated in the incubator of Egypt for centuries to come before God released them. It turns out that this particular story in reality is a personification of Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And I want you to turn there this morning. I want you to keep your hand here, but I'd, I'm going to ask you to turn to Romans 8. For many of you, you know this first, you have it memorized, but I'm sure there are some of you this morning that are just newly saved, that are younger Christians. I think sometimes we can get a little too, too trite, too cliche with our understanding of Scripture and assume too much. I want us to look at the verse, Romans chapter 8, and, and verse 28, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I want you to go down a few more verses to verse 31, verse 31, where Paul goes on to say, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Now, while Jacob is saying that all these things are against me, the reality of it is it was all really working for him. And if we're truthful this morning, we've all been in this situation. This story is the personification of Romans 8, 28. This story is the epitome of Romans 8, verse 31. Sometimes our imagination will conspire with reality to cause us to imagine things that are so bad that they're actually really unlikely to happen. But our imaginations go to the worst-case scenario. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, in commenting on this story and this particular verse, said this. He said, Jacob's exclamation was most evidently exaggerated, exaggerated in the term he used, all these things. For there were but three evils at the most, exaggerated, in most of the statements. He said, Simeon is not. Now his sons had told him that the ruler of the land of Egypt had taken Simeon and bound him before their eyes. But they gave him no reason to believe that Simeon was put to death. But the old man jumps to a conclusion for which he has no warrant and laments, Simeon is not. You ever done that? We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Our God, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have been shown through the Word of God just how great our God truly is. These lessons began in the book of Isaiah, where it is described to us the magnitude of the power of God. But that same Almighty God was also so kind and so loving that he sent his son Jesus Christ to make the payment for our sins. God could have ended the universe with the sound of his voice, but he chose instead a way for you and me to spend an eternity in heaven with him. So if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, 
If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.